The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And the 3-1 pitch, a swing and a fly ball, right center field deep, Springer back, he will turn, back it goes, gone! Unbelievable! Royce Lewis, welcome to October Baseball, two at bats, two home runs, this kid is amazing! And a hot shot to center, going back, and this one is up the wall! Two more insurance runs for the Diamondbacks, and Christian Walker's into second with a two-run double. They lead it 6-3. to The 0-1 pitch. Swung on, ripped down the left field line. That's going to be a base hit for Castellanos. Harper is off to the races, around second. He's heading for third. The helmet comes flying off. They're going to wave him to the plate. The relay home is not in time. Harper scores from first (laughs) as Castellanos is in at third, and the Phillies take a 4-1 lead. First pitch is hit into center field. Siri coming on. It falls in front of him. It goes off of his glove, high into the air. Carter around third is in to score. The throw to third sails into the Rangers' dugout. Simeon will score as well as Seager goes to third. Two come across for Texas. It's 4 nothing Rangers. Do you believe in that? We kicking this some, uh, We kicking this thing off. <laughs> All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Working Man Wednesday on this October the 4th. OU Texas Week has hit halftime. And they wanted turkey bacon taking the reins now here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Baseball playoffs are underway. Four games yesterday, four games today. And TJ's Texas Rangers are one win away from becoming the World Series champions. It is very exciting, everyone. It is um, cool out there. Uh, High of 79 today. We're going to have thunderstorms. So be prepared as you head out the door. Um, It's very, very pleasant. Although you're going to need something. You're going to need an umbrella here in a little while. All right, everyone. Here we go. OU Texas coming up on Saturday. We're going to hear from... Brent Venables today, he had his weekly press conference yesterday. We're going to hear from Bob Stoops. My counterparts down in Austin, Craig Way, going to join us live on today's show. we got a big, 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 big Wednesday show planned for you. And we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, the man who's flying high today, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. That's all those gummies. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Teach. Good How you doing? Oh, I'm all right. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm just, okay. A, I'm just okay. okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. No, I'm doing good. Doing good. How about Jordan Montgomery, T? Never a doubt. Never a doubt. I said he's going to go out there and throw seven shutout innings. And that's what he did. That's what he did. 
he shoved is what he did. He did. I That's saw. a baseball term. <laughs> um, Evan Grant, who covers the Rangers uh, for the uh, Dallas Morning News, tweeted that out last night. He said, uh, I don't know what this shove thing is that baseball players do, but Jordan Montgomery shoved. I'll agree with that. <laughs> I was like, when the eighth inning rolled around, I was like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Yeah. I uh, I don't I don't know. I, I haven't watched an entire Rangers game all year, but I know my best friend tells me their bullpen's terrible. You, so you let's don't even just know. run him out there till his arm falls off. You please. don't even know. That's, that was my thing was, I mean, you don't win two games here, you're done. So just run him out there. It's not like you got to use him again. And even if you do, you win this, you don't play until next week. Like, you'll, he'll get his rest. Like, roll him out there. Like, I was... I was nauseous. I was nauseous. I was going to puke. Um, <laughs> I went full blown superstition in the ninth inning to a point of ridiculousness. But thankfully, my son did not question me. Uh-huh. So, uh, it was uh, those last two innings were like the longest two innings. Uh, they look ever. good, though. They look good. Those two guys got it done, which means. Roldis Chapman, LeClerc, they were good. That means today, if they're dependent on, which. Chapman won't. They won't let his old 37-year-old arm pitch back-to-back days most likely, but um, yeah, they got it done. They got it done, and defensively that team yesterday, Tampa Bay was just all over the place. They had three or four errors. They couldn't do anything correctly. They couldn't even figure out how to sell tickets to their game. Um, that helped. 19,000 people. That helped. When, I, when, I, when that game started and they panned out, I'm like, oh. Maybe it's a late arriving crowd, but I knew it was, and I know how it is in Tampa Bay. And they're all at first. Well, I don't understand why they're building a, you know, how many ever million, three hundred million dollar stadium. Like, why are you putting a ball team here? Like, they don't support it. This team was the second best record in the American League. I think third best, maybe fourth best record in baseball behind the Dodgers. They they were either right there with the Dodgers or better than them. And they've been good for years. And been five years in a row in the playoffs. Including yeah. a World Series appearance and nothing, man. Nineteen thousand fans yesterday. Just that's sad, man. Yeah. Give the tickets away if you have to, but it, uh, it works to your advantage. It worked to our advantage, yeah. It wasn't a rowdy crowd. They got loud for the nineteen thousand, but all right. But oh yeah, man, well, they had Dick Vitale on their side, which is they did. They did. He's ten thousand people in his, <laughs> in his own. In his uh, old days, I what guess. a fun game! What a fun game! But yeah, what a, I, what uh, a way to start, man! I, I mean, a dominant win for inning. our Texas Rangers. So yeah. he played along with me. I held him like a baby, put him on my hip, and uh, stop it! I'm serious. I said, "Hey, Bronx, what? ninth inning." I was so nervous. I said, "Do you realize? You know, you turned 13 this week. We held off your birth for a Rangers Tampa Bay playoff series." And then that run was our first World Series run ever in 2010. And I held you from beginning to end of every game. Never put you down. You, I held you every game throughout until the, the World Series was over. And so in the ninth inning, uh, I said, come here. And I lifted him up, put him on my hip. I said, I'm going to hold you during the ninth inning. And then my back was killing me. My arms were killing me. He was laughing at me. I'm like, nope, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you. And then they closed it out. And I said, this is it. Your I gotta hold you. All out of whack I, I gotta today, hold you. Right? I was like, you are much heavier than you were at uh, three hours old the last time I did this. So. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this man asked his wife to hold off the birth of their only child. Yes. 
for a Texas Rangers playoff game. That's how much he loves the Texas Rangers. The doctor was in the room. Asked me, I said, uh, so they said, uh, we're going to have to go C-section. And I said, uh, so this isn't like a now thing. And they're like, mm, not necessarily why. I said, we've got a playoff game today at 2 o'clock. And I really want to watch that game. Can we schedule this for afterwards? And the doctor <laughs> looked at my wife and said, is he serious right now? And she goes, He's very serious, and we both want to watch the game. So I'm fine. Can we hold off on this? And the doctor goes, it's your body. It's your pain. Can you tolerate it? And Katie goes, yeah. And she goes, all right, we'll go about 530 then. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. I cannot get the guy to go to an OU road game in Stillwater or Tulsa or anywhere. I've been to Stillwater a couple of years ago. But he will ask his wife to put off the birth (laughs) of their child for a Rangers game. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Hey, she was in agreement. Congratulations. Yeah, we got to hold off. So what held, a start. held the baby again yesterday in the ninth inning. I was like, come on. Come who we on, got kid. rolling out today? Who are we rolling out there today? Uh, Nathan Avaldi. Oh, it's over. The guy with all the vowels in his name, right? All the vowels that has not pitched well at all since coming back off the DL. So we'll see. We'll see. Who's Tampa rolling out there? Uh, oh, gosh. Um, let me look here. Let me look here for you. Eflin. Oh, I mean, you can't even say oh, his Don't word. curse at me. Uh, just Zach, just Zach, tell me his name. Zach Eflin is going for them. Oh, okay. Both good pitchers, so we'll see. Uh, righty or lefty? Uh, I don't know what he is. Let's see here. He is a righty. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Two righties going at it today. So, we'll see. Man, I'm going to have the two TV Wednesday afternoon setup going on in the uh, lounge today because Leeds plays at 145. So I'm going to have uh, soccer and baseball going on a Wednesday afternoon. How great is sports? Hey, How great is sports? Great. Hey, Texter, in their defense, it was a Tuesday afternoon. It's the playoffs. Like I, There are people that don't work regular, normal hours. You can it get, was a Tuesday afternoon in Minnesota, It was too. the lowest playoff crowd since 1919. It had nothing to do with a Tuesday. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Texter. Jeez. Well, I'm happy for you. I got to tell you, I so I mowed the lawn yesterday. Yesterday, I called my day of yard work and tamales. That's what I called yesterday. <laughs> oh, did you finally have the tamales? That you I made? had the tamales that our Ooh. listener brought. I had half the tamales that our listener yes. brought. I mean, I didn't. We made there, that little brick of tamales had like 20 tamales in it. I was going to make them all, and then I started taking them out, and I was like, I don't think we can eat one of these things so we made tamales for dinner last night they were fantastic but i had uh, yesterday was my opportunity to get the backyard done and so i'm thinking you know let's see what when i need to start to get it done by two o'clock so i can watch the rangers it was gonna be close because remember i had to go i had to go back to the apple store yesterday i had to go to a oh, photo shoot right. downtown there right. was different things and i'm cutting it close and then i finally said you know what forget that i want to i'll listen to Nadell. Why am I rushing around to watch TV? This will be even better. So I waited, and I started mowing right before 2 o'clock, and I listened to the first several innings of Nadell. And what a treat. What a treat. Um, 
Hall of Famer, and I, you know, I've, I hear highlights from time to time, but just sitting down and listen to him call a game. And what's the other guy's name that he goes on and on? Uh, Matt, Matt Hicks. Hicks. Hicksie, they call him. He's pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, it just just a gift. And you said he's probably going to retire after this season. Yeah, I so, think I'm so. really, I'm really glad uh, that I did that. But just, I mean, baseball on the radio is the best. It's the absolute best. And uh, he's just one of the all-time greats. So I was, I was mowing the lawn yesterday listening to Eric Nadell and the Rangers. It was, sounds, you would have been happy. You would have been proud of me. That teams. sounds lovely. You it tried lovely. messing with me yesterday. <laughs> hey, I was talking to uh, the athletic department yesterday, la- last night, mm-hmm. and you went a ways toward healing some wounds yesterday. Well done by you. Your willingness. So, I texted TJ. <laughs> Healing wounds. There are no wounds there. There's made up uh, <laughs> storylines by you. <laughs> What's going on? I texted TJ at like, what was it, 130, 145, something like that? Uh, yeah, somewhere in there. Game starts at 2, okay? Rangers are in the playoffs. I texted him at like 130, 145. I said, hey, this is from Joe. And I and there's a message under it that says, can can you and TJ meet me in my office around 3 o'clock today? I got a project I think you guys would be perfect for. Completely fabricated joke. And TJ responds, what'd you say? Like, I could be I there said, at 4? Uh, so I, the Rangers weren't even a concern. When Joe C. needs no. something, I said, I text back. I'm like, well, hey, I've got, I got to pick up Bronx and Eli around 3.45, 4. I could probably be in the office by 4.30, but tomorrow – Probably could get over there any time after nine after the show's over. Yeah. Uh, there's no school in Norman tomorrow, so I don't have pickup tomorrow. So just let me know, or however I put it, you know. Yeah. So I texted him back. I'm just kidding. Go Rangers. You know, blah blah blah. And and then I shared uh, that exchange with the entire athletic department last night. <laughs> and there were athletic department. There's people who are like, man, like that showed a real willingness to put OU first. <laughs> Which is the first they've seen that out of you. Yes, that's and just the first. So that I really think you did some good, even though you didn't have to do anything. Just <laughs> that exchange did you some good yesterday. <laughs> right. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Well, uh, the next two days, I'm not available, so shove it, all right? <laughs> I can't believe you didn't just, like, the, the, text, so, text me back a middle finger or something no, like so, that. My brain immediately started working because I wasn't even concerned with the Rangers. I'm like, all right, I got to go kick up, pick up the kids at this time. Then I got to get Bronx to practice by 6. I got to get back to Bob Moore by 6 to break down a remote. How am I going to make all this work? I wonder if this is a quick project. I like, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, is this a five-minute <laughs> thing? Is it a two-hour thing? I'm like, man, I may have to have somebody pick Bronx up and take him to practice if he wants to do it today. <laughs> so I wasn't even thinking of the Ranger game. And I then thought you would immediately no, tell me to go jump because in the I, lake. My, my, my mind immediately went to responsibilities. Like, okay, this is what all I have to do today. <laughs> like, how am I going to make this work? Like, so Rangers, I didn't even think See, about See, Joe, them. he put you first above the now, Texas that's, Rangers. I told you back. I mean, the boss calls you. Uh, yeah. He's not even my boss. It's impressive. So, yeah. I'm telling you, you really did some good yesterday for yourself. Well, really glad. happy for yeah, you. I'm glad. Really. Forget happy all that. How are the tamales? Oh, you said they were great, weren't they? They are great. I'm trying to remember. Is it Delia's? I think D E L I A. I believe is the name of the restaurant that that uh, our listener got them from. And uh, I still got another brick of them in there. 
and they were really good. They were bean and cheese, which if I had my preference, I'd go with pork or chicken. But they were still really good, and we've got leftovers. We had uh, the male, uh, the, the the young male suitor was over last night, so we also had tacos, and because we didn't know if he'd like the tamales. And so we've got leftover tamales in the fridge that I will be consuming today. Dinner with but, the uh, family. Ooh. I tell you, at my house, it, there was other friends that came over last night. This is a reference that most of you probably listening won't get, but my house has turned into the peach pit. <laughs> Are you Nat? It was Nat, right? I think I after that right. two, yeah. after having two sons that were not uh, the most social beings in the world, <laughs> on a Tuesday night, I am the central focus of Piedmont High here. I have the peach, the peach pit is at my house. It's it's uh, amazing. That's funny. It's amazing. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, every day, it's a recap of who's dating who, and you know all that kind of stuff. So it's fun. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, we're underway, it looks like. Sounds like we're underway. The Rangers are 1-0, and and they got one. We just need one more. You just two out of three, Teach. Yeah, just get just this two one out today. Of three. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. So get the Val guy to go out there and win today, and then you can move on, and you can play the next team, which would be who? Uh, Baltimore would be up next. That's the Orioles. That's right. So get one more today. Um, we'll talk some. We'll talk a little bit more baseball, but we're going to move our focus to OU Texas coming up. Bob Stoops, bottom of the hour, on with Teddy and Tyler last night. We'll re-rack that for you. Craig Way coming up 835 this morning. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show. OU Texas week. Powered by Boy Street Ventures. This hour brought He's to you really by good. McIntyre. You know, he, uh, Brett oh, oh, oh. has always... Uh... Go ahead. <laughs> You're going to throw yourself off and call him Brett during the broadcast on uh, Saturday, probably. I called him Venable. That's Two weeks true. Ago, you did so do that a couple of weeks I've already, ago. I've yeah. already offended him. So. Uh, uh, McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorney. Auto accidents, work-related injury, product liability, one 917 5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. Chevrolet text line. Uh, this person's up uh, from the 918. Why do I feel more and more as the game gets closer that OU is absolutely going to drag Texas this weekend and Texas has no idea it's coming? And we'll be shell-shocked. Okay, so I don't know who's going to win this game. I'm eager to see how TJ's gut feels on Friday and everything. But I have a friend from my Channel 9 days named Travis Gailey, who was a producer. haven't talked to him since I left Channel 9. And he reached out to me last week. I had no idea where he was. I hadn't talked to him almost 15 years. Yeah. And he he lives in Washington, D.C. now, but he also works for Orange Bloods. He's a big Texas fan. And he asked if I would do a, do a uh, YouTube, you know, Zoom interview with him for Orange Bloods this week. So last night I did that. You know what Orange Bloods is, right? Unfortunately, the, yes. Okay. 
So I went on. There was three guys, Travis and two other guys on there. And, you know, they're all Texas out. They get they get the Texas stuff all behind them on the walls and everything. I'm telling you, man, the confidence and absolute arrogance that this is not even going to be a contest, I guess I should have expected it. But I was like, wow, I like I at one point I, I said something about I think the quarterback matchup's pretty close in this game and they all just started smirking. And I was like, You guys don't think that, do you? And they're like, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean I was like, All right, well, we'll see. I mean, they are absolutely convinced that OU hasn't played anybody mm-hmm. and Texas is going to throttle them again. Well, that was the video circulating of the one guy from Barstool. I can't remember that fool's name is don't the brandon walker dude yeah, yeah, yeah. people please stop responding to that idiot well that's what i was about to say he One. doesn't know anything he's talking about and he just keeps ripping on ou because you guys are so sensitive about it just let him go that's what i was about to say he's just loud and he's just loud so he gets louder and like says nothing other than they're terrible i'm telling Bob, you here's how barstool works those people get paid based on how many clicks they get. I know everybody to some extent does, but directly at Barstool, that's how it works. And he's figured out where to scratch. Yeah. Just, hey, let's pick on OU. They'll get, I'll get a thousand clicks out of it. He doesn't know a left guard from a right guard. Okay. He's an idiot, but he knows if he picks on OU that he'll get so leave, look, quit retweeting him into my timeline. He's a buffoon. But it seems, though, as of the last week or so, as this game's approaching, uh, the guys like you were on with, uh, him and some other national media, it seems like it's like um, the narrative has become last year is who OU's always been. Yeah. They're just a joke program that... They don't, uh, they don't have any talent. They, they don't, don't have, have the talent. talent. Mm-hmm. They've never won. Like, there seems to be this belief that OU is just this middle-of-the-road program all of a sudden, and always has been. And it's a weird narrative. That's Nationally, it's getting picked up, and I'm like... The loss of Lincoln Riley yeah, you guys was a lost devastating blow that sends awesome about a, he is back now. a decade. He gives up 41 points and a 28-point lead, but look how awesome he is. Yeah. You guys lost that guy. How are you supposed to win without him? Well, um, I got to tell you, it made me feel better. I enjoyed the time. I don't want to, I'm not making the, the, the guys that had me on were very nice. I enjoyed the time. I think they're posting the interview this morning. Hopefully I accounted well for myself, but, um, I felt better after that interview thinking, Oh, like they're completely taking this for granted. I don't, I mean, I'm, it's I'm starting sure to have these that three feeling. guys yeah. don't speak for the entire fan base or the football team for sure, but. They think Oklahoma is not a threat at all. They, they beat Alabama, mm-hmm. and that's I'm giving them credit for that. They beat Alabama, and that's huge. And but that seems to have given them this air of invincibility now. And maybe it has. Like maybe they come out and roll again on Saturday. I don't know. I I, I think there's a lot of reasons to believe Texas is going to win this game. But, I mean, I think my overwhelming belief is this is going to the fourth quarter and going to be a heck of a football game because these are two really evenly matched teams. I'm with you. I agree. I agree. Um, Travis uh, Travis is Texas, and, and a few others right here are popping up too. 
it's since the Alabama win, basically, they think they're untouchable now. And th- you should be confident in yourself, and you should be um, – I've said it for a while now. This is the first time I believe that they really, truly believe they're a good team in a while, and, and that's went a long way with that. So it's one of the reasons they're playing so well. Alabama win plus 49 nothing. Right. Equals maybe overconfidence. Yes. Maybe uh, not. Maybe a proper amount of confidence, but it sounds to me like a little bit of overconfidence. But we'll M- see. Mr. OU says, good morning, gentlemen. Keep up the good work, and good the morning. Rangers will sweep Boomer Sooner for life. Love you guys. See you at Dallas Beat, Texas. So Chris and I are walking from Balfour to uh, FanFest on Saturday, mm-hmm. and we walk by the tent there on the corner of Boyd and Asp, uh, just going bananas in there. I mean, they are just absolutely losing their mind in this tent. There's probably 50 people, it looks like, under there. Oh, with all the music and stuff. The well, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear any music. I just oh, okay. I thought maybe they were watching, uh, you know, a, a, a football game. Colorado and USC was still going on. I was, you know, I was like, what, what just happened? I, I figured that's – they were cheering for something. Mr. OU sent me the video last night, the – music video that scissor hands and uh, i don't know the whole oh yeah he sent me that too yeah the music video that's what it was they were making a music video on campus (laughs) last week yeah it was pretty fun Uh, i'm a little offended they didn't ask us to be a part of it as kind of the hippest guys around true but they went with scissor hands instead of us so (laughs) uh last one before we hit the uh break and get to hear from bob um Good morning, guys. So, Toby, did the iPad get fixed? Yes. I, uh, no, I got a new iPad. I went to the Apple store yesterday. The the very, very nice young lady named Skylar who helped me was baffled. They couldn't figure it out, so they gave me a brand new iPad. And I'm using it today. How about that. And it is not turned off in the... One hour that I've been sitting here in front of me. So, so it's fancy. a beautiful, beautiful thing. Look at thing. him, people, with his new iPad. He's so fancy and Beautiful rich. thing. 6.33 in the morning. Bob Stoops on the rush next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Well, we got Bob Stoops brought to you by yeah. Modelo now. He was talking to Kirk Herbstreet, so I, I can definitely understand if he wasn't able to uh, hop on with us a couple of minutes ago. But we'll uh, we'll talk a lot of football with Coach today. But first, Bob, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to brag about one of your good friends, and I believe you call him Big T. But Toby Keith won the Country Icon Award last week, and that's that's pretty awesome. Very happy for him. Yeah, really, uh, I would have loved to have gone. I went when he, Matt and I and our wives went out with him when he won the uh, the Songwriters Hall of Fame out in New York a few years ago. We all went out to be there to support him, and I had some, with the home game here, we had, I had some people here I had to entertain. But uh, really happy for, for Toby. He a uh, special guy, and uh, you talk about a talent. My goodness, you know, just... Uh, singing and writing and you know he's most proud of writing and uh, just does an amazing job and he so loves all the OU sports and OU in such a great way so anyway yeah he's watching him uh win the uh 
country music or people's choice icon award was really great well i know we've got a big week this week obviously ou texas but i did well, i wanna... just had you on my podcast <laughs> you yeah. and roy you guys i just finished with teddy and roy talking about the superman play ahead of you guys not to trump you i had baker on wow uh, to talk and uh and then i just finished up with kirk Herbstreit talking about some college so you Everybody got to go find my uh, selloutcrowd.com, find my uh, my uh, podcasts that are being uploaded. Busiest retired guy is true, is what it sounds <laughs> That's like. Right. That's right. Uh, well, before we get into Texas, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the, the Iowa State game. Um, I, the defense had a couple of lapses there, but really dug in. Second half, played really good. Uh, Dylan Gabriel I thought was excellent. What would you think overall for a – for the, a final tune-up before you head south? I thought it was excellent. Uh, just as you said, I thought we were very disruptive uh, up front on defense, all around on defense. Uh, if you put third and fourth down together, we were uh, great at getting off the field. Um, you know, you're going to have a, a player, too. Everyone thinks you're going to go through, you know, 60, 70 plays and not give up a play here or there. That's, I don't think that's very realistic. Um, it's going to happen some, but it, it, whenever they did do it, maybe different from last year is if they did give something up, they, you know, nailed it back down the next series and got off the field again. So overall, I just, I thought they were really good, really solid. Uh, Dylan continues to look really sharp and, you know, and everything that he's doing more receivers that we anticipate coming into the year that are making big plays uh, more and more. I still hope, and I think we still need just to have some more, everyone's talked about it, some more game-breaking runs. Uh, not game-breaking, but just more chunk runs that we're used to having. And sometimes that happens as you move through the year. You get a little more cohesion in the offensive line, and it starts to happen. So hopefully that can happen. Seems like every week uh, we either ask you about one particular wide receiver or just the wide receiver core as a whole just because they've been so good. From my, I mean, it feels like to me they're doing everything well. But what specifically, in in your opinion, are the wide receivers doing so well through five games? I, I think they're just doing what they're supposed to do and and what they were recruited to do. These guys are talented guys. I, I think everybody wants to see. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, young Nick Anderson now coming on the scene, and and uh, but it it's much like. I don't, you know, a lot of our receivers through the years, it, it doesn't happen maybe immediately, but it, as time goes, they start to show their potential and reach their potential as they get, you know, more mature, as they get more comfortable out on the field. It just becomes starts to become more natural, and that's not unlike a lot of young people. Again, as they mature and gain experience, they get better. And and again, I, I think you're seeing that. We, there's there's talented guys out there that are only only going to keep improving. Uh, it feels like this week is, you know, maybe, I don't know, uh, both teams are playing at a, a really high level, and we all know it's it's the first time they've both come in undefeated in a really long time, and Texas obviously ranked in the top five, Oklahoma just outside the top ten. Uh, this one feels like, at least, you know, as we lead into it, that it's got all the makings of a classic. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. It can be, you know, one of those fun ones we like playing in down there. And uh, we've had a lot of them through the years. And I know uh, you and I were in a lot that uh, 
a lot of those through the years in your time and uh, that we were both ranked in the top 10 Mm -hmm. and that's what you want. Those are the exciting ones to play in and, and uh, you know, really believe, you know, we'll be up to the challenge. You know, you were uh, you're talking to Roy and Teddy today about the Superman play, and that's what everyone remembers from that 0-1 game. But Jason White kind of like a, a star was born that day is what is what it felt like. He comes in and just plays great. I, I don't know if you told him anything in particular when he goes in in the middle of that game. Like, what what, what do you tell a young quarterback when he's put in, in that spot? Because he was magnificent that day. Just relax and and go play ball. You know, you don't you don't overthink it. I think that's the worst thing quarterbacks can do. Um, don't overthink it. Go in, play like you're, you know, like you've been trained to, and while you're the way you know how to. And I think too, a big thing for quarterbacks is not forcing things. I think when you any of them ever get to forcing, forcing the ball, forcing things to happen, it, bad things happen. It's just what take what comes to you. And uh, Jason was great. I mean, what a what a guy he was. And you're right. That probably was when he really just came to being him and uh you know just uh what he was he could still run back in those days you know he, he could uh, i saw some highlights man he he could go <laughs> oh yeah no jason he was an athlete man out of high school he he could uh you know he 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 was a hell of a basketball player baseball football he could do everything but anyway what? yeah that was that was uh fun to see him go in and help us win it and I, I know you've had that was, I think, the first, but and I think you had a, a, a ton of moments, I'm sure, in, in that game. But what goes through your head over there on the sideline whenever your starting quarterback goes down? Like, what's going on in the headsets with the with the offensive staff during a, a moment like that? Not a crisis necessarily, but, you know, you're in a tight ball game, quarterback goes down. What, what's your message to the coaches? It's, you know, get some snaps with the other, with, with whoever's coming in and, you know, give them a little quick talking to and get ready to Off go. We go. And then, yeah. No, you don't, you can't make too much of it. You hate it. You know, I mean, you always hate it. Anyone gets hurt, and especially if you know it's bad. But, um, you know, but you, you the game's going to be played. You got to get ready to go to the next play. You kind of get in that mode. Bob Stoops is our guest brought to you by Modelo. Uh, a lot is made sometimes of a quarterback making his first start in that game, and, and you've lived this before. Do you buy into it being a big deal uh, when a quarterback's playing in his in his first OU Texas game, or do you not see it that way? No. No, I don't see it that way. And Teddy will tell you we didn't practice the same. We did everything the same. I get it. There's more attention. But if you're a young person on a team, you shouldn't be paying attention to what's on the radio, what's on TV, what everyone's talking about. And truth be told, I don't think you do. Guys don't. They're not listening to all that through the week. Now, you know, there's an aura about it that you know it's a little bit different. But, again, you don't, you don't make too much of it. You, you know, you got to play within yourself and play the way you were, you know, practiced and trained to do and don't make too much of it. Now, I know you're going to be down there, Coach. What are the chances pregame whenever you're walking around down on the field that maybe you drop a, a fake play sheet down there uh, on the Texas end where they're warming up? <laughs> Somehow I don't think they'll buy it anymore. So uh, I don't. I don't rest, God rest his soul. I don't have Mike Leach to to be with me to do such a thing. I think I'd. I think I'd rather him just grab a microphone and did what he did before the game on Saturday. They got me and uh, eighty seven thousand other people. Yeah, that was, that was awesome, awesome. Coach. 
Yeah, I, I haven't been on many stadium mics, but uh, hopefully it worked out okay. Seemed like it did. That All was, right, Coach. Well, we appreciate you. No, it was great. Yeah, and, and by the way, by the b- show. before we got uh, Bob yep. out of here, uh, wanted to mention that uh, there was a beatdown in college football this weekend, and it just so happened that there was one in Lexington, Kentucky. That was a hell of a wow. win by Mark. Wow. Yeah, I, boy, his running back, wow, how strong did he look? He was, he, and and they're, they're calling the big blue wave, the, the O-line, man. They, they look pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a heck of a win for them. And it looked awesome. like his All right, uh, coach. common looks like the Commonwealth got up and slugged down some early beers. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> they did. All they right. did. They had a hopping we'll be, environment. We'll slug down some right. rock and roll tequila down there in uh, down there in uh, Dallas this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Eleven a.m. kick, uh, kegs and eggs. Right. Early uh, early kick down there. All right, guys. All right, there you All go, right, Teach. That Shane, is uh, the uh, the guy who has the same name as the former OU football coach, Bob Stoops. Uh, but obviously has a completely different personality than that guy had. had that's, just, that's AI. That's energy. AI, Bob Stoops. I think at the end there, he was encouraging fans to have shots of tequila before the <laughs> 11 a.m. kickoff. I think when it comes to rock and roll tequila, he's encouraging that any time of the day. <laughs> Amazing. 6.48, Wednesday morning, The Ref. We'll be back. Beat Texas Week on The Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Proven record of success. 250 plus, million plus one for their clients. Find yourself in an accident. Work-related injury, need someone to talk to, need advice, McIntyre Law are there to help you. 1-877-917-5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. He was a great athlete back in his day. Great athlete. Noble. Noble. Yeah. Uh, Burns flat. Burns flat, that's right. Gunny is on the text line this morning. He says, uh, well, I'd tell you if my text message would open What's here. he say? Well, What's he saying over there? Mystery. Mystery. He ain't no Toby Rowland, fellas. Nothing better than the Heat T-Row call a baseball game. I think it's supposed to be here, not Heat. Hmm. And then to hear... No, uh, Nadell. Uh, Nadell. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I love me. Toby. Toby knows I love hearing him call a baseball game. I think it's his best sport. He's no Eric Nadell. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, come on. Let's get real. That's true. You, you agree, right? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, you know... The guy's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's, a, he's in the actual Baseball Hall of Fame, yeah. Right. Um, I think that's why I feel so confident. Texas is on a high right now beating Bama. I think everyone else is, and they think everyone else is nothing now. Do you believe in that? This is what happens. This is why I love OU Texas Week. We all start out one way on Monday. Nervous mm-hmm. wrecks, right. butterflies, and then we hear talk, we hear talk, it starts to build, and by Friday it's like... Hey, nobody's going to touch us. We'll win by 50 tomorrow. I would slightly alter that timeline. I think on Monday, you're usually pretty confident. No, I wasn't this week. You're coming off a win, and you're confident. And then you start to look at the team. You start to read articles, hear interviews, all that kind of stuff. and and, And the fan base dips a little bit they become a little more both sides of the red river analytical you know this game could go either way they've got some strengths here we got some and then by time friday rolls around 
they are so sick of the other side. <laughs> and they're starting to intermingle with them a little bit. Maybe you've even arrived in Dallas in or whatever. In traffic, you just see them with a Longhorn sticker on their car. Y- yeah, oh, you've seen. You idiot, get out of the way! Get out of my way! And it is nothing but thumping of the chest by Friday, so <laughs> it's great. Uh, Toby, will you have or have you already had our good friend Texas play-by-play voice Craig Way on to preview the game Saturday? Regardless the bad blood between fans, Craig is a nice guy. Credit to you when due. Plus, I enjoy his high school coverage in Texas, uh, Jim in Arlington. He will be on at 835 with us this morning. This morning. Toby uh, saw your Mm -hmm. text and said, I got to schedule him for this morning just for Jim. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Texas and CJ will play Texas fight, and he'll say, "I bet people in Oklahoma are they driving off that. the road right uh, look now." At that. I can't believe TJ does that. <laughs> Texas will be the best team we have played so far. Oklahoma will be the best team Texas has played so far. Mm. What do you think and, about that statement? Um, I Is do OU believe, better than Alabama. I do believe OU could beat Alabama at home. I'm not sure on the road, and that's what Texas did. I think they would hang with them. I think they're. I think they could. I'm not willing to say. I, I think they're right there with Bama. From what we've seen so what far, what an answer, ladies and gentlemen. He has said yes, no, and maybe all at the same time. Well, I think I, I answered that properly. Texas has impressed me. They went on the road and did it. I don't know that OU could do that right now. Hmm. All right. Well, but I would say they. All the ground you gained yesterday in the OU athletic <laughs> department, you just gave back. I can't be honest. I just no. said I think OU beat be a homer. Enormous. That's what we want from uh, you. Uh, I, I think I think Oklahoma's definitely got a advantage offensively. Uh, certainly at quarterback. I'll give you that. Yeah, over Alabama, and they may be right there with them defensively this year. So. Mm-hmm. I want to see him play Texas first. Uh, we want Texas to overlook the uh, the uh, Sooners, this texter says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we're playing Alabama this week, we would still feel good about our chances to win, maybe even better given their core quarterback, right? Yeah, they, we just discussed that. So that came in before yeah. we even talked about that. So, yeah. Let me start some I, I would give OU a chance over Alabama, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would too. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that they would definitively roll. But OU, OU, I think this OU team would have a chance against this Alabama team for sure. All right, top of the hour break, 7 o'clock. Toby and TJ, more of the T-Row in the morning show next.